And here they come. Louth, O'Brien, O'Neill, Conlon, White, Coleman, Bean, Riley, Cunningham, O'Donnell, Lynch, McDonnell, Rose, Smith, Blood, and me and... Breaks inside to Stephen White. The one man that can do it, and he's done it! A goal for Louth. Paulo Hanlon, a vital touch. Now he's Stephen White to his right. This must be it! It is! I don't believe it! Kildare must be out of the Leicester at midfield, wearing number eight, the first all-star ever from Louth, would you welcome Paddy Keenan. Arguably the most popular of tonight's winners, Paddy has led from the front for Louth since his championship introduction in 2003. Here's a chance for Rooney! What a goal by J.P. Rooney! And then it happened. Bean sends in from the sideline and Sean Cunningham finishes it to the net. Louth are in front. And here it is. Now the All-Ireland champions for the third time. Hello and welcome to the very special Loud and Proud Talking Points podcast. It's the Loud and Tyrone 06 game. I'll be going back in time, back 14 years ago, to give you a sense of what it was like on the terrace that day in Navan, that hot summer's day in Navan. I'll be doing it as a normal Talking Points podcast. I'll be doing it in the present tense. I'll be giving you the run of the game, reaction from the managers, and my Talking Points at the end. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. Get ready for a very special Loud Tyrone 06 Talking Points podcast. What a day, what a day, what a day. That was something else. That was some game today. That was unreal. That I'd say we'll be talking about this game for years to come. What a performance by the boys. Jeez, we were so close to beating the All-Ireland Champions. Imagine Loud beating the All-Ireland Champions. Uh, what Just epic day. Epic day from start to finish. Well, bar this morning, I um, failed my theory test. I failed it again. I think I failed it for a second time. More more concentrated on the game that was ahead. I met I met the three Mark boys that was playing for Loud this morning. I met Christy, Mika and Brenner in Drada that mor this morning. Um, I think they were getting the haircut. I think the, the game was on RT and they knew it was going to be an RT. Imagine Loud live on RT as well, giving a good rattle. And we were, we entertained the nation today. I have to say, definitely feel we entertained the nation. Um, the the game was in Navan and. I don't know, I was kind of got over the loss of a home venue. I'm sure we'll have a new stadium fairly shortly. Um, I'd say there'll be something up and running. Um, but it, the fact that the GA wouldn't give us... I like Nav and I, I thought it was good. I thought, um, I thought going into today, I thought we would overcome that poor mead performance in the championship where we didn't score in the second half. I know it was hard on us... Um, but we're a solid team, we're a solid outfit. You could nearly pick it now at this stage, you know, in your head, you know, the players know each other fairly well. Eamon McEnany's running a tight ship there, he has them well organised and uh, playing good direct style of decent, very attacking football. Create some ch- some amount of chances today, it was unreal. Um, and on the other side, Tyrone, Jesus, it's great to see these top teams up close. Um, but I kind of felt good this morning. I know bar the theory test, but uh, no Canavan for uh, Tyrone. That gives us a great, uh, great uplift. I know you always want to see the best players playing for the best teams, 
but it kind of gave us a chance and we had a bit of fire in our bellies you kind of felt going into it that we 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 had we had to prove people wrong that we weren't weren't as bad as we were again Mead in that second half that we were, we were solid like we're division two champions for god's sake so right let's get into it the team that started today was in goal Snitchy Randall Stuart Randall and O'Connell right full David Brennan from Matic Rangers reigning loud champions full back was Colin Goss from the Pats left full Jamie Carr from Newtown Blues right half youngster John O'Brien from the Mahonies um, you'd, hear, you'd be hearing a lot more from John O'Brien I'd say in the next few years centre half Peter McGinnity from the Gales left half John Neary from the Geraldines um, middle of the field great partnership in Captain Martin Farley from the Joes um, and Paddy Keane in the middle of the field another youngster from the Pats uh, on the right wing another Cullen man Christy Grimes on the 40 Mark Brennan from Maddox Rangers as well and left half forward Mark Stansfield from the O'Connells. In the corner, um, right corner was number 13 was JP Rooney. Number 14 was Ronan Carroll. Aaron High was the one change in that me game. Aaron High went off it, was injured, wasn't able to start. So in came youngster on the 21 star Ronan Carroll. And the other corner was Darren Clark, top scorer today from the RD man. Um, so the game started. It kind of was. It was. It was kind of. You could see the nerves were kind of jangling. Um, in terms of not not that we were playing the All Ireland champions, but that it was a pressured sort of a game. We were kind of feel our feet. We're trying to get our confidence, get ourselves going, and it was a tight first half. We played good stuff. The two sides were level, five apiece, uh, five times. Sorry, in the first half, Stephen O'Neill was fairly good early on. Um, and then Mulligan showed why he's an all-star with two late goals just before the stroke of half-time. I know Stano got a point just for half-time to make it 2-7 to 6 at half-time. They made it seven points in it. But uh, Mulligan's goals just, oh, you just are oh, a oh, killer. Disaster. They're, they're, they're kind of um, just the sort of ones that he gets. That's He's that hateful sort of lad. I know he got a great goal in Dublin last year, but yeah, he stuck them away anyway. And... Second half, we got stuck into them. We got really, we got, we got angry. We got tick. We got, we got right into it. We got it down to two points, but then they came back into it again and just pushed it on to four points. And the McGinley came on uh, from for Tyrone alongside Sean Cavan in the middle of the field, and they pushed on. But we got back into it. Stano got gets a goal in the forty-eight minute. Really good goal. Something like you'd see in the World Cup at the moment in Germany. Um, crossfield ball from John O'Brien, caught with JP, gets it kind of. He was wrestled. He, he should have been nearly a penalty, but it drops to his feet and he flicks it out in the scoreboard end of Park Talton, pass along the ground to Stano and Stano buries it in. I think it was with his left foot. So that was a really good goal, and then we kept plugging away. We kept we kept kept being a threat. Like when you're an underdog in these games, like we were, we just. We needed to be tough. We needed to just stick in there and make the other team doubt the favourites doubt and, and play on that complacency. And we did. We stuck in it right in the end. Clarkie kicks over a free to make it two thirteen to one thirteen. And you thought, oh god, we could have gone for gold, but it was the right decision from Clark. Um, the ball is one around the middle of the field. Paddy Keane has nothing else to do but send a long ball in, flicks it. A high ball in, high ball in the scoreboard end, 
and it's punched by uh, Stano. Really good flicking it. Mark Brennan gets it, gets forced to the breaking ball like he was all day. Had the vision, saw JP rushing. It was a really super pass with Mark. Lays it on the play for JP. He arcs a shot. First shot gets blocked down. Mark wants it back. JP, cool as you like, just flicks it in with the hand. I don't think I've ever jumped as high as I, I, I did. I was just amazing feeling to come back and, and score or jump up and down and uh, on the bank and I think we were sing- we actually were singing on the terraces I'll never forget we were singing on the ter- terraces it'll be an absolute day to remember um, we we just plugged in it then second half we went first half extra time we, we've done the usual you're singing around you you're in great form in the bank and you don't know what the uh, what the crack was, like I was chatting to Gilly at the game um, and he was telling me, he was the one that told me he was on the under-21 team this year. He was telling me that um, it would be extra time, so people didn't know, but Gilly knew. And uh, so we kept singing and having the crack and all the Loud fans were in serious form. Absolute brilliant crack. You weren't expecting it, like you, you didn't expect that. And you didn't want this game to end, and we didn't, and then... First half extra time we played serious stuff. Brian White, youngster from Cooley, came in. He was on on the twenty one team as well this year. That was beaten by Leash early on. He kicks two serious points from long range. Mark Brennan gets one in between, and then second half they get into it. Just the pressure came and came and they won a couple of breaks. Saw freeze Mulligan the bollocks levels the game and. Uh, just a pity, just a pity. Um, but um, yeah, it was something else. Great day, one of the best as loud fans. Plenty more to come, I'd say. Um, but yeah, it was amazing. So on to Omo we go next Saturday again. Um, we give them a fill of, our fill of it. But now we'll hear from um, Mickey Hart first, the Tyrone manager, and then Eamon McEnany. Mine are too. Um, I don't know how many games of this nature we're going to be involved in, uh, but I think ultimately that's a fair result today. No one deserved to lose that game, and certainly Sean Kavanagh didn't deserve to be on a team that would lose a game like that. He put his heart and soul into that. He pulled us back into it when we needed him. We knew at half time and the, the real time that we were flattered by the lead we had, so therefore the game was still very much on. And uh, I suppose Louth had their chances to win it. We probably had our chances in the final 10 minutes there. A fair result, I think. When Owen Mulligan scored those two goals just before half-time, though, it was a nice cushion to have, wasn't it? It certainly was, and I suppose a dangerous cushion, uh, because it didn't reflect the way the game was going. And we knew that at half-time, that uh, we didn't deserve to be that amount of front at all. And if the goals hadn't gone in, it was anybody's game. In fact, Louth had a better first half probably than us up until the last three minutes. So we weren't in any false sense of security. Well, Mickey, thanks very much indeed for talking to us. You live to fight another day, as do uh, Loud and uh, Mr. McEnany. You said to me before the game that you weren't in any way uh, overawed by the opposition today, and your players surely showed that today. Yeah, I'm tremendously proud of them today, and, you know, we silenced a lot of critics, I think, there today. We took a lot of slack after the last game from guys like Eugene McGee, and that said we were a manufactured team, and, you know, different silly comments, you know, from guys that should know better. But... I'm tremendously proud of my players there today. They showed they can, we can play football. And, you know, the one thing I asked of them today was that we go out and play for 70 minutes. And we did that for that and even... And an extra 20. Yeah. Like seven points down at half-time against the All-Ireland champions. Not many teams will come back. So I'm really proud of them. Proud is right, Eamon. 
absolutely proud. I'm still hoarse from shouting today and roaring the lads on and jumping up and down and just exhausted, absolutely exhausted. Something else, absolutely incredible performance. And then you're 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 hearing your 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 ring your mother at home, and you're you're hearing that she's saying all oh, the talk Tony Davis is talking about talking about loud on the on the telly. They're giving a serious praise. So it was brilliant. Like you listed the radio and it's buzzing on the way home. It was some crack. Some great day. Absolutely brilliant day. Um, yeah, Eamon's right. You get stuck into the critics. We're a better team than that. And we showed that. Mickey Hart there saying that um, Sean Cavanagh didn't deserve to be in a losing side. Paddy Keane didn't deserve to be in a losing side. Darren Clark didn't deserve to be in a losing side. Christy Grimes didn't. Ray Finnegan didn't. We with some serious performances all over. Um today and it was great to give that sense of a remember everyone will remember this game rather than the mid second half but um, yeah so proud is right yeah proud is right so right we get to the talking points this is where I'll be going through the, the talking points of um, of the game uh, this is this is uh, well I have a fair list of them here I have about 20 23 24 so stick with me there's plenty here um, there's plenty to talk about sure. it was an absolutely brilliant performance by the boys but um, yeah so first up I suppose oh, well, I know I won't start there. I will well, it was a dive at the end talk about number one that was a dive at the end McGormley clever clever footballer we've seen his block a couple of years ago on uh, Stephen McDonald to win the first All-Ireland but uh, clever footballers would definitely dive. Just put the ball under the arm and just just falls over. Um, to me, in my eyes, could we have won this game? Second talking about could we have won this game? Oh, I think we could have. We could have. We could have been a bit bit more shrewdness in that time. Maybe get a couple of men behind the ball, um, like go rugby. You'll probably see a lot more of that in the future, maybe a few sweepers. Just get real cynical and just pull men behind the ball. Um, and just keep the possession rather than give it away. So that's talking about number two, like that that could we have won the game, yeah we could. Um uh, talking about number three, Stano shot. Oh he had a great chance, he had a great, great goal chance, Stano he had a hell of a game. But um he uh he had a he had a great goal he had a great goal chance in the uh the first half was it the first half of extra time there was so much happening today yeah I think I think it was it was the first half of extra time just went by it just went by the post um it was it was uh it was, it was Pascal McConnell was in goals and uh, just wide yeah just wide low arrow shot I'm lucky for standing with an absolute hell of a game. And I suppose talking about number four will have to be the character shown. This team is some character to to do to do what to come back from what happened in Crow Park. Um, having won the league and been used to winning, um, to go down seven points, eight points at half time to the All Ireland champions, nine points I think it was for Stano, turned around points just before half time. And it just shows like there's a lot of quality, a lot of lads here with serious. They're gonna they're gonna have a serious effect on loud football for years to come. The likes of Paddy Keenan and Martin Farley and Christy Grimes, Mark Brennan, all these lads, Colin Goss, Stuart Reynolds, Brenner, um, John O'Brien. They showed their pedigree today and they showed their character, 
and the show on JP Rooney as well, Clarky. I forgot about those two boys. Um, they showed their character in, uh, in what was a tough game and they had to dig deep and they did and they, once they dug, dug deep they mixed it with the best. And I suppose to talk about number five would be we're competing with the, with the All-Ireland champions here. Like, I know they might have been short a few but this is like the best team in Ireland and we're rubbing shoulders with them and we should have nearly bloody bat them. Um not only competing with them, but like scaring them and making them look average, making Stephen O'Neill look average. We um, ran rings around Conor Gormley, put Pe- Philip Jordan on the back foot. Um, Mickey McGee didn't know himself, Conor back. Ricey was very quiet today. Um, it, I think it was, uh, yeah, Colin Holmes, Collie Holmes was taken off and Cavillan. Two midfielders were taken off, so we just showed we we can mix it with them and make them look average, and we did. Um, and then I suppose talking about number six, the fitness, the fitness level of us to go for so long on a hard day, like just is a testament to our fitness. And uh, the backroom team of Seamus O'Hanlon, Mulligan, and uh, Steve Amelia. Uh, I think Colin O'Hare maybe is in there as well doing a bit of the fitness work. So it's credit to them they kept going, they kept they kept it going. Right in twenty minutes like on top of that the trolling game, like that's some going. That's some going again, Lord Ireland champions. Hung on in there and just showed how good we were. Um I'll I'll go talk about Tyrone for a second. I don't think they win in All Ireland. I don't think they win the All Ireland this year anyway. Maybe in a couple of years they might win it. Uh, but not this year, I just don't think it's in them. So that's what, talk about number seven, yeah. So talk about number eight, will we win the replay? I think we will, I think we have a great chance. I know it's in Oma, a very hard place to go. Um, the dog and tough up there, I know they got a lot of the rub of the green today. But uh, we've great, we've we've chance, we definitely have a chance. Um, I suppose talk about number nine would be the crucial substitution Amy McEnany makes just before half-time. Um, Roland Carroll didn't really work for him today it's a hard game to expose a lad like that in his first couple of games on the edge of the square the ball wasn't really lashed into him either so uh, Ray Finnegan comes in really good player from the Pats really busy and industrious pushes Stano into the square and Stano caused havoc inside and Ray got on a mountain of ball around the field so Eamon McEnany kudos to that switch Um what no, we'll talk about number that's nine, is it? Yeah. Um ten. The directness of our play. Like to win ball out in front and high catch and high feeling for Mark Brennan and JP for forwards like Paddy Keane around the middle field, Martin Farley. Just really direct and the long oh that's another one, that's talking about number eleven. A kick outs from uh, Stuart Reynolds just just something that gives us a massive platform. I know long and every keeper goes long, but Snitchy can go short as well and clips a few out. We um, we just boom them out to the middle of the field and it gives us a great platform. We get up the field, we know where the breaks are going to be, there's areas where the ball falls into. Mark usually gets in the top of them, Christy can feel his own ball, Stano as well. Uh, Razor can crumb around and get the balls off the deck. Uh, John Neary as well, really clever footballer, really dogged. So it's their kicker to give us a massive pl- platform and cause Tyrone an awful lot of problems. Um, which gets to talking point number 12. The midfield partnership of Martin Farley and Paddy Keenan is really solid. 
really solid. So it is like going forward is is great mobility. There's great partnership there. They both work very hard. They're very fit men. They're not overly big with the mobile. Maybe that's the way football's going. It's going to be a little bit more mobile around the middle of the field. And just shows we we compete with Sean Cavanagh, Jerry Cavlin, Andy McGinley around the middle of the field. They'll probably both heads in the championship. Um, the Joes and the Pats this year, maybe in the club championship. No, Colin O'Reilly and champions. They'll be there and thereabouts. The Blues as well. Whoever ble- whoever beats the Blues, Colin or the Pats will go a long way and. Jeez, if it was the Joes, wouldn't it be lovely if Melia wins it at 44? It'd be, it's always nice to see a lad like that win it, win a championship medal. Um, and then, um, talking point number 13, the confidence in our own play, to create goal chances, to go for it and really show ourselves and show our worth was just class. Like, see Mark Brennan kicking that point. Brian White, actually, that'll be talking about number 14. Brian White's introduction from Curley. What a player he is, or he looks to be. Two massive long range points in that high pressure situation. Um, when you're taught, like, one of them is like, give it, you're like thinking, lay it off, lay it off. What are you shooting from there from? No, ping them over the bar. Um, so, let's talk about number 15 on top of our confidence, even like. Um, our defence like um, Branagh um, I'll get to Jamie Carr in a second um, but Gossie and Peter McGinnity just just does a solid job in the centre and early sweeps no, I know sweeping hasn't even come into the game yet but he just sits there holds the centre very well and just gives us that confidence so talking about number 15 our forwards are like one of the like they can pass, they can mix it up, they can high field, they can play it low, they can create their own shots. They're street footballers, they're hard working, um, just have it all really, which is amazing to see. Um, Laird with that made the forwards and lads off the bench, like I've mentioned. Uh, Jamie Carr's an all uh, an all star form, to be honest. Um, he got forward again like he did again made and clipped over point but that was probably one of the best points I've seen for calling back I know Ricey Ryan McMiniman gets really good talk for being a good attacking defender um, but Jamie Carr's point in the first half first few minutes nearly forgotten about just solos up the length of the field along the sideline sees the space just keeps going keeps going and then you think when he gets close to goal um the hospital end in Navin he think just hand pass it over the bar give it to a forward but no he clips it over with his left foot um, so it's class a really good moment really good talking point um, talk about number 16 I know I spoke about naivety and that earlier on but the, the shrewdness of Paddy Keenan to pull down Sean Kavanagh um, although it was cynical and maybe Sean Kavanagh might use that in years to come that might change the game but Paddy Keenan with the rugby tack and then like Peter Stringer like to, to clip him down it was uh, it was good it was it was the right thing to do it meant we didn't lose the game uh, what other talking points so we're up to 16 um, I suppose you, you could talk about the yeah the age profile of this side is quite good um, you have young guns there that started the likes of jobs are um, Ronan Carroll Brian White come in they all Sean then you have Mark Brennan Paddy Keenan Darren Clark, only 21 22 as well. Um, then you have good miners this year, the likes of Brian Donnelly from Cooley, Peppy Smith and Pop Rat from Clarehead, Jerry High, Derek Maguire, who's on the bank today as well, um, Andy McDonald's a young lad to look out for as well. 
Then the under-21 team this year, I know the boys we've mentioned, Mick Fanning comes off the bench, Trevor O'Brien, Colin Judge is a good player, um, Gallian goes, he's a good goalkeeper, look out for playing soccer for Dundalk as well. Derek Crilly, another Dundalk lad, um, he's a he's couple of years underage for that under-21 team, so future's bright there. And then... Uh, a lad that I like, really like the look of uh, on this year's under-21 team, uh, Shane Lennon, big full forward from Kilcarley, um, likes to score, likes to get target man traditional, can mix it, really good score. And then you go like today, you look at um, Simon Gerrard wasn't playing today, Sean O'Neill wasn't playing today, um, Heiser obviously wasn't playing, he was playing serious stuff for the Brides. Trevor O'Brien from Glide Rangers, um, really good player as well. He's only under 21, he's under 21 next year as well. So the future's bright there. Um, yeah, I suppose, what's that talking point number? I'm losing count here, folks. Talk, I don't think I've ever had that many talking points. So let's talk about number 17. And I hear um, Eamon McEnany's young fella. Jim's not a bad player, although he had silly pink hair. I've seen him today. Um, I suppose, like, talking about number 18, um, it's Navin. Like, I know we'll probably have a stadium fairly shortly built. Um, we'll definitely have it built maybe 20, 2010, 2011, somewhere like that. We'll get a stadium built maybe. But Navin, I really like um, playing in Navin. But uh, hopefully we won't be playing there for too much longer. Is there a Leinster in this team? I think there could be talking about number 19. I think there could be a Leinster in this team. Certainly a Leinster final. I know this, like there's a bulk, a nucleus of lads there that could go on and maybe bridge the gap for the first time in 53 years. Not saying win it. I know Dublin are coming. Dublin are quite good. And we'll, we'll probably run into Mead again. Um, I know Joe Sharon got a late goal this year, but he now he won't get a late goal again. No, I wouldn't say so. Um, Twenty. Talk about number twenty. Future's bright, lads. Um, Division one next year. Darver's been built. It's kind of like a, a training ground where every every loud team will be able to train, and maybe there'll be a gym and top class facilities, dress rooms, and like a nice hub of training base. That'll be brilliant. Not a lot of other counties will have that. So that might that might be that might be something to boast for in years to come. Hopefully it'd be nice and I'd say it'd be nice and warm out there in Dramiskan, Darvar area. Um talk about number twenty one. JP Rooney is so good, isn't he? He's so good. He's just electric anytime he gets the ball. I know you talk about old Mulligan and that, but to have JP Rooney in your team is just special. It's just absolutely just so it's so nice to have one of the top top forwards in Ireland in red and white with the St Bridget cross on his chest. Um that's that's really nice to have uh, on your side the jocks lad. Hopefully he'll um keep going years to come and he'll probably get a few more crucial goals for us as well. Let's talk about number twenty one. So I'm running out of talking points, I think I've everything covered. Um talk about number twenty two there's a, a B competition, R Ireland B, I know it's an R Ireland B or whatever. Or what, um I'm not really into B competitions, but we could win it if we don't win in Oma. Maybe I think the final will be played in uh, Crow Park before the R Ireland semi finals. So who knows, you never know. 
you could get Dublin or Mayo in the or Ireland semi final, you could get to see the likes of Karen McDonald and Kieran Whelan and Alan Brogan. You never know. You never know, folks. Um talk about number twenty three. How good was it to be a loud fan today? Just something to be treasured. Singing on the bank, having the crack, the sun shining. It's the best experience I've had so far as a loud fan. And um yeah, that's all. I'll be de- I'll be here next week. Um, I should have a pod after. Oh well, I'll probably do it on the way home. Um, yeah, should should yeah definitely have a podcast next Saturday. Probably come out next Sunday morning, which was uh, which will be hopefully allowed when we go on and play Mayo or Kerry in the All Ireland qualifiers again. Or if not, we'll we'll we we'll probably win that Tommy Murphy Cup. Um, thanks very much for listening. Um, follow me on Twitter. I know it hasn't been invented yet. At Loud Proud on SoundCloud. Um, Facebook hasn't been invented yet either. You can follow me Loud and Proud there. Instagram hasn't been invented yet, but you can follow me there. Um, I really hope you enjoyed this podcast. Any suggestions or feedback, get it into me in, on Instagram, all the social media platforms. Thanks very much for listening. Mind yourself. And if you can mind yourself and you can mind someone else, please do. Um, I know the GA has been brilliant just at this time um, in terms of getting elderly sorted out or if anyone needs anyone around the local community. GA is the first point to call and that's really something to be proud of. Um, thanks very much for listening to the Loud and Proud Tyrone Loud 2006 Talking Points podcast. <laughs>